we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Death of self. A good soldier must die to what? His own will. We must give up all. Look at somebody say all. All personal aspirations that conflict with the will of God. Any personal aspiration, anything you want to do. We were just in the back talking about some folks and and Sister Brandy reminded me of something that I hadn't even thought of. But I was like, man, I mean, so many people in here make music. So many people are from the industry that were in the industry and now they move down here over. I'm, I'm. estimating 80% of this congregation relocated here. Amen. And so most of those that relocated here were in the music industry or doing music of some sort, some kind of way, which which I'd never really thought of. I knew a lot of people had migrated here, but I didn't think about the music element. But some of y'all came from some past where y'all had record deals and all these different things. But those personal aspirations conflicted with the will of God. The way they wanted you to look, the way they wanted you to sing, amen. They want you to show your body. They wanted you to male and female, amen. They wanted you to do things that were against God's will, so you had to tell them no. And that's why you're here. So you had to give it up. Look at somebody say, I had to give it up. You had to give it up, no matter how much money it was. You had to give it up, right? No matter how much they offered you, no matter how large the stage and the platform was, you had to give it up. Because it conflicted with God's will. Philippians said, this is Paul, yet doubtless I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord. For whom I have suffered the loss of what? Paul. All things. Because when God, people don't understand, when God knocked him off the horse, it didn't just knock him off physically. It turned him upside down. Period. He's like, now I'm a prisoner. And he wasn't just leaning in the spiritual. Paul spent most of his time writing letters from jail. Okay? Paul had killed Christians. He had done all those things. So Paul was, you know, he was facing death. He was reaping what he had sold. But in the process, he was like, I'm losing everything, but I'm losing it for the cause of Christ. And he said, I count everything as dung, manure, that I may win Christ. I mean, talking about a smart man here, a man that was well respected because of his knowledge. He had to go and study and relearn everything for 14 years in Tarsus. I mean, he had to just relearn everything. And so this is him being humbled by God, which was humiliating to others, but he was humbled by God and had to start over. And most people don't want to do that. They don't want to go through that process. So they get deeper and deeper into their personal aspirations because of the money it brings or because of the fame or status it brings. But they're only backing themselves further and further in a corner and making it harder for them to get out. But we don't want to do that. We want to make sure that we give up our personal aspirations when they conflict with the will of God. The will of our flesh usually conflicts with God's will. In fact, the pursuit of our own desires leads us astray. But time shall reveal the true path. Look at somebody say true path. path. To accomplishing God's 
will. I love this scripture for the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one to the other. So you cannot do the things that you would. So time, look at somebody say time. I teach it all the time. I say it all the time. Time doesn't lie. Time doesn't lie. You want to know? Give it time. I wonder if she's the right woman for me. Time. Time will reveal. Amen. Amen. Is he the right man? Time. Amen. Time. Should I do this? Should I take this promotion? Should I move here? Should I do? Time. Time does not. Look at somebody say time does not lie. Time doesn't lie. But you can't see it. You can't. If you could see it, then there'd be no need for faith. Faith is the substance of things what? Hope for. The evidence of things what? Not seen. If you can see it, it's not faith. But we only see what has happened before. Well, they did this, so I must have to. Do. No, God is looking for someone that he can do exceedingly, abundantly above. Who would have thought when I was looking for record deals and traveling the country, signing deals or whatever, that God had EX Ministries and the Truth Behind Hip Hop plan for me? I couldn't see that. I'm thinking I need to follow the path of all the other producers. But God had something different. You understand what I'm saying? And because I trusted him and let him do it. And that's what he wants from me, from you. That's a good soldier. A good soldier takes orders. Amen. Doesn't just take them. Follows them. Can you follow God's orders? You walk in the path that you've seen somebody else create. But can you trust him enough to veer off that path? And walk the true path that he has for you. Amen. The desires of our flesh are often based on personal deficits. The reason why you want it is because there's a deficit. Yep. Amen. The reason why you want the stage and the platform and you need somebody to clap for you to make you, make you feel good. It's because you got personal deficits. Yeah. If you were secure, it wouldn't matter if anybody clapped for you. Right. Well, you know it's secure, brother. He's in the closet making music and riding around listening to it himself. Right, right. I don't care if nobody hear this. This is my jam. Him and his family. Isn't this good? You like that? Wife have to say, yeah, 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 okay. Man, I'm I'm releasing my new album in my car this weekend. Y'all want to gather around the car? New album release in the parking lot of Taco Bell. To hear my album, you got to ride with me. We didn't have internet and stuff back then. We couldn't share files. So, I mean, everything was like physical. It was a disc. It was a tape. It was something you had to touch. So you want my album, just come over. Bring a tape. Y'all remember the tape? Am I that old? You remember the tape, Dave? The cassette? Right. I mean, you run through batteries every day. What? Uh, uh, rechargeable? Rechargeable? Y'all don't remember. These kids don't know. Rechargeable? But that's, that's the, that, you know, that's, that's just the way, the way it is. The desires of our flesh are based on personal deficits. So there's usually something wrong with you when you need an applause. You're not secure within yourself. We did a whole lesson on secure. And we, we've covered all of these bases. So you ought to be good with that. You know. That your security comes from your creation role. Look, somebody say creation role. What God created you to be, if you're not doing that, you won't be secure. Amen. Men, if you're not providing, protecting, and the priest of your home, yeah, you're going to want people to clap for you because your wife's not going to clap. Yeah, 
that's why you need that's why you need an audience because the audience in your house ain't clapping for you yeah. personal deficits that's what makes you secure women that's what makes you secure you're a good mother you're a good wife you're secure because that's your creation simple stuff as we spend time in God's boot camp how many of you have been how many of you in the camp now is ABC the camp he will heal us of our deficits and restore our desires to reflect his spirit. So those same desires that you had based on the deficit, God will get them, turn them around, and now they reflect his spirit. So now it's not about you getting a hand clap. It's about God getting praise. Does that make sense? God's training will fortify and prepare us to accomplish his plan second timothy 3 and 14 but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of knowing of whom thou hast learned them look at somebody and say continue. continue continue so he's not telling you to just throw away who you are he's telling you no let me make it about me then you can do it and that's the hardest part for some people because they want the attention they want the praise from it they want the credit but how many of you know if God doesn't get all the credit, God's not fooling with it. He's not sharing credit with you. Painful training in order to reign with Christ. We must partake of his what? Suffering. All soldiers must endure unexplainable and unpredictable suffering in this life. Some things you're going to go through are not going to make sense. You know, when folks start looking for answers, that's when you slip off in some other stuff. Seriously. Because Buddha's going to give you an answer. The New Age is going to give you an answer. The five percenters and the Hebrew Israelites, they, they, they answer every question. There's not a question they can't answer. I'm scared of you, brother, because you can answer too many questions. Dude, I don't need all the questions answered. Now you believe you have the mind of God. Because the Bible says we don't understand the mind of God. So some things God does, we don't understand. Some things we may understand, like the old folks say, by and by. Some things you're going to leave here and never understand. You have to wait till you get before God and say, now God, remember when this happened? What was going on with that? Because it's unexplainable, especially when it comes to death. I I mean, if you ate pork rinds and hot sauce every day, and died with a massive heart attack, that's explainable. Right. <laughs> you in front of computers all day, you retired just sitting in front of computers, you never got out and exercise, and you got diabetes that cut two of your feet off. <laughs> that's explainable. That's explainable. Amen. Eating hog back for breakfast. That's explainable. Amen. <laughs> Amen. You promiscuous, you out there on the streets, uh, boots and an overcoat in the alley every Friday night. They got to come and scoop you up every Friday night. And you die of AIDS, I can explain that. But sometimes, it's unexplainable. Just unexplainable. Newborn baby, premature birth, baby doesn't make it. Unexplainable, I don't know. We just give that to God. And we just say, I don't know. Amen? And what happens is when people look for the why, remember we talked about the why? People search for the why. That's why well, the highest, yeah, highest percentage of divorce comes when there's a death of a child. 
whether it's an infant or a grown child, period. Just a death of a child. You can go back in your mind and think of people that lost a child and most of their marriages didn't make it. And it's because of one word. Why? Because if you keep focusing on the why, you'll eventually begin to blame. Because you're looking for a reason. And that reason, if we had done this, if you had done that, if you had done... And when you begin to do that, the why turns into blame. But some things are unexplainable and unpredictable. Those kinds of sufferings will happen to a soldier. Romans 8 and 18, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. You're going to go through. It's going to hurt. That's what suffering is. Some of you are suffering right now through situations. Hold on. A good soldier must continue what? You can't put your gun down and quit. You have to continue what? Fighting. Fighting. This is not to give up church. We don't do that here. We continue what? Fighting. Fighting. Come to me, brother. I've been at your church for two years and I haven't gotten married yet. (laughs) Like I can do something about that. I mean, have you called sister so-and-so? I mean, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Got this cousin. I mean, maybe God is not ready for you. The mere fact that you came and asked that foolish question tells me that there's no oil in your lamp. Your bridegroom came and went. I don't want to hear that message. They hate that message. Single women. Oh, no, not the virgins. Because first of all, I don't qualify anyway for that stuff. I know he ain't talking to me. He ain't talking to me. Let's just leave it at that. But a good soldier must continue fighting. You can't put your gun down and run. God requires us to remain what? Faithful to him even when we suffer through experiences that we do not understand. Don't always, don't keep going to people looking for them to make sense of everything. Because some things aren't going to make sense. Some things are just suffering. It's just suffering. Deal with it. Go through it. Stay strong and keep fighting. Second Corinthians 1 and 7. And our hope of you is what? Steadfast. Steadfast. Knowing that as ye are partakers of the suffering... So shall ye be also of the what? That means that you're going to get the prize if you continue and endure the suffering. It's going to hurt because it's suffering. Amen. We want everything to feel good. We want a ministry to cater to our deficits. We want the preacher to just, just make sense of it, please. I'm sorry. I can't do that because some things don't make sense sense to us I want God to be sovereign and be God because I don't know what I'm doing I want to follow the man with the blimp view amen I got the parade view so my all of my decisions are based on what I'm able to see I want to have faith and trust in someone that can do exceedingly abundantly no you missed one word what above what I can see. I want to talk to the God that knows 20 years from now what's going to be going on. 
Afflictions in the natural shapes and matures God's soldiers. You have to go through because that's how you learn. How many of you learned from some things you've been through? How many of you been through some things that you're not ever going through again? You learned. You learned and said, okay, God, I got it. That's it. Won't happen again. I'm done with that test, that trial. I graduated. How many of you graduated? Yeah, because God shaped and matured you. How many of you think back to some decisions you made and say, you know what? I had the spirit of dumb. Just the spirit of dumb. Remember when that preacher was trying to tell you? Or your parent was trying to, oh Lord, not the parent. The parent was trying to tell you and you just knew they were wrong. Now, you look back and you want to buy them roses and send them anonymously because they were right. Your view changed. Well, no, it's not necessarily your view. It's your perspective. It changed because in the natural, the things you went through, they shaped and matured you. Amen? That's why I said time. Time is the greatest teacher. We learn from pain and we are solidified by trials. Amen. You have to go through sufferings to understand the good times. Amen. The sufferings let us know. That's why there's a devil. There's a devil so you'll know just how good God is. James 5 and 10. Take my brethren, the prophets, who have spoken in the name of the Lord for an example of what? Suffering suffering affliction, which led to patience. Take the prophets for an example. Boy, folks put all kinds of titles in front of their names now and they don't even get it. Like, did you really want to call yourself prophet so-and-so? Do you really understand? I hear prophet, but I see you living like a G. Are you really a prophet? Because the prophets I looked up suffered. Brother, you're not suffering at all. Had a conflict with your wife, divorced her, married somebody else. Brother, you don't even know how to suffer. How are you a prophet? And put it before your name. Call me prophet. I got it legally changed to prophet so-and-so. Prophet is my first name. And then got the cufflinks and the hat. Brother, do you really know what that is? You, you really want me to call you apostle? So do you really understand these titles you're putting before your name? Do you understand the example of suffering and patience that these men in the Bible went through? Are you ready for those tests? Jesus was careful with titles. Amen. Rich young ruler came up to him and said, hey, good master. He said, hey, man, wait. Why are you calling me good? He said, there's only one good. That's the father. That's Jesus. Soldiers in God's army should be what? Faithful. They should not waver. Watch, listen to this. Faith qualifies men, women, and children for service in God's army. So without faith, soldiers cannot fight and win spiritual battles. So if faith qualified you, then if you don't have faith, you're disqualified. How do you fight a spiritual battle without faith? How do you serve a spiritual God without faith? Yeah. And faith is something that you got to practice in the natural to get right in the spiritual. Talked about that last week. Remember, you got to submit to some kind of authority here on earth so you'll understand God's authority. That's how you learn 
faith and trust. That's what your father was in the home for. Unfortunately, some of us didn't get to be raised with our father in the home, so we have to relearn these things. But your father being in the home taught you faith. You would go to sleep and wake up and just get dressed and leave. You didn't ask about how much AC you used over in the night. You didn't have to ask when we're going to eat. You didn't have to ask how I'm going to get here or there because you had faith in the provider. That's too simple. But that's, see, that's training, constantly teaching you faith, faith in the unseen. You just know faith because daddy was there. He took care of everything. I just know he's going to take care of it. Well, that same training is teaching you how to trust and have faith in God. And not your own ability. Now, when that's missing, a lot of times it becomes about your ability and you want to sprinkle God on there like he's, you know, some some candy sprinkles on a donut or something. But you can't do that. You have to train yourself to understand faith in the spiritual by having authority in the natural. Does that make sense? If you men, all you got to do is work a job. After you work two weeks, what do you expect? You just have faith. Am I telling the truth in it? You have faith. Dude, I mean, I'm looking at my bank account, direct deposit. I have faith that it's going to be there. I have so much faith that I'm buying stuff. Yeah, I'm going in debt. I'm buying stuff, getting loans because I have faith. So without faith, soldiers cannot fight and win spiritual battles. First Peter 4 19. Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. What is well doing? What is that? Making good decisions. What we've been talking about for the last month. Regardless of the trials that come our way, we must not what? Lose faith. faith. Cannot allow loss to bring doubt in our mind. And this is not just death, loss of money, loss of jobs. Loss of security, things that you thought, loss of a car. Mm-hmm. Anybody ever lost a car? Yeah. Amen. Sometimes a car will lose you. You're driving it and it just blows up in the front somewhere. Just coughs real loud and stops. You can't get out and rub blessed all on the carburetor. That car was raggedy when you bought it. And call on Jesus. That's a raggedy car. Call on Jesus, the mechanic. get it fixed we can't let loss bring doubt in our minds just because it's hard right now doesn't mean god is not god amen just because it's tough right now doesn't mean god is not god i use i use the wonder twins as an example because they have prayed hundreds of thousands of prayers i'm sure some of their prayers did not come true am i telling the truth twins but you don't go and ask God, okay, I'm going to quit praying because some of this stuff is not working because we don't understand the mind of God. That's right. That's right. And we can't let doubt get in our mind. We say, well, it must have been, it must, you know, the old folks, you say, it must not have been God's will. Amen, right. because we're limited as to what we can pray for others anyway. We're limited to their bad decisions. Right. They're making bad decisions. I don't care how much you love your son, Leroy. If he keeps doing the fool, you can pray snot and blood and tears all mixed together. That's right. That's true. And he's going to stay in trouble because he's an idiot. <laughs> hey, man, you wasted all your prayers on Cletus. 
He didn't rape somebody. You trying to pray him out of jail? Cletus belongs there. I'm praying against your prayers. I'm countering your prayers with my prayer. It's a competition because I want Cletus to stay. You need to see what rape feels like. I want y'all to intercede with me and pray that they get, they, that, that Cletus, that, that when he come before the judge, that I'm going to call, see if I can get on the jury. So can I get on this case? Uh, Is that a joker? How you go? So we can't let these things bring doubt in our minds when it doesn't work out. Sometimes you're going to pray and pray and pray. It's not God's will. Sometimes it's just not his will at that moment. Maybe there's some things he wants to work out first. I will honestly tell you, and we prayed this prayer while my daughter was leaving. I could say it honestly, and it felt so good to say it, that God has not forsaken us. He's made every promise that he's made come true. Everything he's ever promised us has come true. But here's the thing. Sometimes it didn't come true when we thought it should. Because God does not have a watch. May not come when you want him, but he's right on time. That's a lie. Sometimes he ain't on time. You been there? You been there? The tow truck in the front? Where are you, Lord? Oh, you got about 10 minutes, Jesus. 10 minutes, Jesus. 10 minutes, Jesus. Tow truck, he just, he shifted gears just to make your heart beat fast. He didn't have to do all that. Just in the front. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. License plates just disappearing and over the horizon. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. Thank God ain't thinking about you. It's like, no, it wasn't time for that car. That's right. That's right. He's going to bless you with one later when you get some sense. How about he give you one when you can make the payments? How about that? Wouldn't that be a good idea? Nobody tell you to get the leather? Dude, you, you work at Quick Trip. How you gonna get the leather? I got the leather and the towing package. Dude, that's a two-seater. How you gonna tow? Got the bike rack on top, yes. I know I'm ministering it. See, that's why God gave us a church for look look around you. I mean, most people in here are under 40, for real. And around 28, 30 is when you start doing that dumb stuff. Because you start thinking that you should have more at that age than what you have. Oh, I'm preaching. I felt it. I felt the Holy Ghost right there. You get around 30, it's time. Single women especially. Oh, it's time for me to have a house. You don't have a husband. Ah, but I need a house. You buy that house, all husbands just, ah. It's like, it's like two magnets. I mean, just. They don't want you and that house. You ain't that fine. You get around 30, get around 32. I think I'm going to get another degree and go in debt about $80,000 more. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, men do the same thing. Get around 30, it's time to, I, I need to be flossing. I just need, I promise myself, this is the dumb part right here when they say this. I promise myself that by the time I get 30, I'm going to have a Mercedes. Y'all looking at me like I'm crazy, but you know, when 30 start coming around, dumb, spirit of dumb just start manifesting. Because <laughs> you start feeling like I should have more. First Timothy 2 and 8, I will therefore that Men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath or what? This is a wonderful passage because if you have wrath, that means you have unforgiveness and he's not going to hear your prayers. Doubting, he said, a man that wavers, don't let him expect his prayers to get answered. Even when we do not understand why certain events happen, we must keep our faith in God and what? Trust Trust him. That's not a cliche. Do you really trust in God? We must keep the faith in order to do what? Without faith, it is impossible to please him. Then he tells you why it's impossible for you to please him. He says, because he that cometh to God must believe that he is. So without faith, you don't believe he is because it takes faith to believe he is. Summary, the battlefield of life gets tough at times. Circumstances develop that we do not understand. And sufferings occur that we cannot what? We can't stop. The cycle of life will produce many what? Challenges. Challenges. But a good soldier must keep the faith. When it seems our prayers are not being answered, we must what? Keep the faith. When it seems God has abandoned us. Anybody ever felt like God abandoned you? We must what? When it feels like the world or our world is crashing down around us and the pain is too much to bear, we must what? Keep the faith. When the cares of this life have robbed us of our best, we must keep the faith. A good soldier does not quit in the face of hardship. He is impervious to difficult obstacles. He is not conquered by his feelings. He is not led by his opinion. A good soldier fights according to his commander's orders. He is diligent and steadfast. The nature of our war is spiritual, thus faith is our primary weapon. In God's army, we must have faith in him, maintain faith in his assignments. Certainly, we walk by faith and not by faith. Sight. 2 Corinthians 5 and 5. Now the one who prepared us for this very purpose is God, who gave us the spirit as a down payment. Therefore, we are always full of courage, and we know that as long as we are alive here on earth, we are absent from the Lord. For we live by faith, not by what? Sight. Thus, we are full of courage and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So then, whenever... So then whether we are alive or away, we make it our ambition to what? Please him. A good soldier makes it their ambition to please him.
You've been listening to a true church perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas, 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com. Ministries.com.